Welcome to the Generic Board Game Podcast, all the board gaming content you could possibly want at a fraction of the price. I'm your American host, Philip. And I'm your European host. That was my cue, wasn't it? Um, I'm your European host. Totally missed it. Oh, Let's start God. that again. No, let's not. <laughs> Go ahead. I think I like it the way it's going. Let's keep going. Let's drive on regardless or irregardless, if you prefer. Uh, I'm Vic or Vic from NaveCon, and you are very welcome to our quite interesting, as far as I'm concerned anyway, uh, evening of chat and general banter. Um, how are you, Philip? I am doing well. I'm actually doing well. I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but I actually cleaned my workbench off. So that was a adventure in and of itself. You really live the uh, old rock and roll lifestyle, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, just hold me back, hold me back. And how are you doing, my friend, uh, with it being late evening there in on the Irish Isle. Uh, very good, very good. I had, um, I'll chat a little bit about it in a while, I had a weekend away of board gaming last weekend, which was excellent. And um, I had friends over for dinner today and uh, it turned into, it went from like a two hour dinner to a six hour of gaming and dinner. <laughs> so that was fun. So I'm really good. Anytime I'm playing games, I'm happy. I am I am deeply envious, deeply yeah, envious. That's it. You could sell. So, so I wish I was playing games and I had friends who, no, I have lots of friends who play games. It's just next weekend actually is going to be a big weekend of playing games. For oh, this okay. Am I invited? Yeah, sure. Oh, Fly on, okay. Come on over. Okay. I'm not going to pay for the plane flight. That's not really an invite. So, okay. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's have a chat about, we picked our subject, didn't we? And I, I kind of like it and you have a proper legal definition of it. So, Philip, what are we going to talk about today? So we, we have decided, and we have talked about this in the past, that every so often, not every gamer uh, has been in the gaming hobby as long as we have, which has been about a thousand years combined. Mm -hmm. And they may not know all the terms, and some terms are far more subtle than people give it credit for. And we thought as part of this 101 series and games that we like, dislike, and want to play, we're going to talk about race games. And a race game is not necessarily a game that involves, you know, race cars going down a track or bicycles or any other, or dog racing or anything like that. There are racing games, and certainly racing games are a subset of race games, but race games have a kind of an interesting definition. And this I pulled off of uh, the boardgamegeek.com, which is the database and be all and end all of all things board games. They claim a race definition, the, the way they define a race game is a game that ends when a condition hits, like the end of a track or an end condition, like a number of points. So under that de definition, Catan is a race game, right? Okay. Mm. I mean, you think about it and you go, eh, hey, is it really? But it really is. It's a race to 10 points. The, f oh, the minute okay. someone gets 10 points, they've won the game. I, I kind of wondered, was a race game something to do with people's race? So, for example, Europeans or people from Cork say, you know, there are two different races, really. Or maybe that's As an species. American, I... As an American, I abhor that idea. So uh, we'll we'll just leave it there. Oh, okay. Ooh. This could be a short podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna and we're gonna lose the five the five listeners that we have now. Yeah. So so to think about race games is really to think about what's the win condition, what it takes to get to that win condition, and 
you know, and being the first person to hit that win condition. So, you know, as a as another game, um, if if you want to think about it, and, and, and it's hard sometimes to think about it as a race game, uh, would be Splendor Duel. Oh, right. So yes, Splendor yes, Duel yes. has three end of game conditions. Right. You could either have the first person to hit twenty points overall, mm-hmm. or ten points in a particular uh, gemstone. Or the first person to have uh, a certain number of crowns. I think it's ten crowns. Oh wait, it's fifteen points. It's fifteen points for a gem condition, and then it's ten crowns. The, there is a fourth win condition, as I recall, in that game. It's if mm. one person gives up and the other claims victory. Mm. Yeah, because it's yeah, that's that true game. for any game, I guess. But uh, actually, I don't think I remember seeing that in the rule. <laughs> no, it's it's very Confucius kind of stuff. Like, yeah, got it. I've actually seen one game that does have that, where if all the other players agree that that person won, the game's over. Oh, I would love that from playing Talisman. Um, I remember playing it one night, and I just—it was the the two win conditions were either letting someone else win or dying. Um, like as it turned out, I'm still here. So yeah, the one game that I have found that has that actually in its rules. Is Glory to Rome? Oh wow! Which is not a race. Which is not a race game. I by the way, I need to but. play Glory to Rome. You're 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 teasing me there. Interestingly enough, uh, that has made uh, I've made space for it in my uh, Irish uh, travels. Come the end of March. Yeah, the Irish expedition. You have your pith helmet and everything with you, and you know your malaria tablets, the whole lot. Before <laughs> you come here, you know it used to be a leper colony. Well, certain parts, um, <laughs> you, 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 you wouldn't yeah. notice the difference. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make some bad jokes uh, related to a certain famine in the uh, 1800s. Well, anyway, yeah, genocide, whatever. The, yeah, um, yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> the, um, listen. I didn't do my homework right, and I listed all the games that are actual race race games, and I'm going to say something controversial, which is not really controversial, but it just kind of like lines me up to say something that's vaguely interesting. Every game's a race game, except for co-op that are puzzle games, um, or <laughs> not really games as such. Um, but can you name a game um, that isn't a race game? Sure. I can name lots of games that aren't okay. race games. Okay. Okay. First of all, I would say Viticulture is not a race game. Well, I would have to say Viticulture, let me see. So we're you're racing to make the most points, no? Well, see the thing is, is remember the game ends for a race game, the condition at which the game ends. Okay. So I mean it's like an immediate so like once you've hit this condition, you've won. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, Viticulture, um, which is a, which has, which you might think might be a race game because the game ends once somebody hits either twenty or twenty-five points, depending on whether you're playing the Tuscany expansion or not. Yep. But the reality is, it's the whoever has the most points win. And I've seen certainly pe- one person hit the end condition, right, the game end condition, yet not win. So games that have End conditions are not necessarily, you know, where the game ends and there's sort of this cleanup phase. Everybody has the same number of rounds. That's not necessarily a race game, in my opinion. Okay. Or, uh, or, or, you know, say, you know, Yokohama, which has seven, I think, well, it's quite a few. It's probably less than seven. It's probably five. But certainly has a lot of end of game conditions. But then, you know, then you finish the round and you get one more round and you're done. Okay. And then... 
or or Concordia, right? Mm-hmm. You actually don't know who won until after the game when you start matching up the sets and the multipliers and seeing who won. Actually, I was going to disagree game. with you totally on principle, and then I realized you were right. So um, rather than rather than kind of acknowledge that, I, I, I think it, I need to make it sound like I'd agree with it all along. So effectively, <laughs> a race game is something with a finish line that or a goalpost of a finish line that is um, hard and fast. You get mm-hmm. to that finish line, and as soon as you tip it, or press the the ninja warrior button, you have won the game. You're the first Correct. person to get there, and that's the definition right. of a race game. Okay, that's fantastic. Yep. I like it. I'm 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 clear now, and I think the listeners are clear as well. Yeah, I, I'm glad that we had this discussion to define it, and I and I think you know, and and it's and it happens to be a mechanic I like. Mm. So I actually have a lot of race games that I like. Um, I and and they are not necessarily racing game. There is one actual racing game in my top five, and one in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there are some racing games that I don't like, or race games that I I, I just don't like. So for me, uh, the two that come up are Downforce, yes, and Camel Cup. I am not a fan of either one, and I know that's a hot tech. Camel Up, is it? Camel Cup. Oh, Camel Up, yeah. Yeah, Camel Cup. Come on, let's not go there. Uh, I don't like the betting aspect of these games because it is so random and there's no way to even understand what you're betting on. You're just throwing money to the wind. Mm. I just don't like those games. Some people love them. God bless. You know, play what you like. But it's not a game for me. If there's betting on a race game, I'm probably not going to like it. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I am not a fan of Camel up slash cup um, either. <laughs> uh, and I googled it and it's camel up. I'm not a fan. I liked it initially when it came out and I got the expansion and obviously never opened it because that's what you do with expansions. It's like engineering books. You buy them just to make you feel comfortable. But um, uh, You know what? I'm going to have to say, I hate to say this, but Vic, you are correct. It is camel up, not camel cup. Sorry, could you? Could, so could you I say stand. That again? I st- this, this this could be a long old uh, evening. I'm I'm, I'm what there? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm deaf in this here. <laughs> you know, I didn't do that to you. Yeah, yeah, but that was your mistake, really, wasn't it? The uh, <laughs> welcome to Ireland. Yeah. Um, the, no, it's the game was lovely initially, but I'll tell you what is if there's a couple of mechanics in camel camel up that camel cup that i like but it's done in another game uh, i only have the polish version of it but it's kind of language independence like ped zowie something but it's it, i think the game is called turtles and that is a kid's game as such but it is like it's like poker insofar mm-hmm. as there's a lot of um of bluffing there's there's you know it's a sneaky game and so on it's it plays very fast but it uses that same mechanic of like camel cup where you see the way i'm just going to call it camel cup for the rest of the podcast to make you feel bad just to annoy me yeah. okay that's so, fine that's yeah, fine that's okay so what happens with turtles is same mechanic where you land on the back of another um tokens like in this case turtles back 
when the bottom mm-hmm. turtle moves, it takes the ones on top of it. And it's actually a simpler game, but it's way better. And it's very mm. intense, and there's no betting. Mm. Now, I, I would highly recommend it. If we had a proper thing, I'd, I'd say I'll put a link in the... Yeah, and that's something we must do, actually, is put links mm. to different things. But yeah, yep. um, no... Don't like it. And I'll give you another one I don't like. We, we, we start with the negative. I played a game, and it's a kind of mass market game you'll see in department stores called the Really Nasty Horse Racing Game. And mm. I, I can't remember where, where it appeared from, but it disappeared after one game, never to return. And we were only short of, you know, putting holy water, garlic, and crosses on it to make it disappear. Um, <laughs> It is a horse racing game with pretty simple rules. Uh, And we played it. And at the end of, say, an hour or more, three of us played it. I was on zero dollars. The next player to me was on thirty dollars. And the mm. player beside them was on $1.5 million. <laughs> wow. It's, it, it was a little bit, to say it was a little bit swingy, a little bit random was, was an understatement. It was just wow. not a good game. It's one of those games that you wouldn't even give it to a charity shop. You just chuck it straight in the bin in case anyone accidentally played it. Um, wow. Yeah. You, 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 if you were questioning somebody and you wanted to get information out of them, you would make them play this game over and over. And they crack. Got it. Yeah. Mm, mm. Well, now that we've talked about what we don't like, yes. uh, let's talk about what we like. And we do this with our one-on-ones just to give a sense for folks uh, what we like, uh, what we don't like, see if our tastes align. Um, and they're going to be – and it's okay if you, the listener – uh, assuming that we have any left after our mm-hmm. intro here, uh, don't like the games that we like. No, I, I, sorry, okay, I, I they... disagree there. They must like the games we want. Otherwise, they're not the listeners we want. I see. We are, you know, beggars can't be choosers there, Vic. That's, that's speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk about our top five games. Yep. Um, we're going to do it in reverse order as we normally do. And I think I will stop, start, excuse me, I'm going to stop. Uh, I, want to, I might or might not edit out so you can see how rambly we really are. So my number five favorite race game is a little game uh, from um, Eagle Griffin Games called Can't Stop. It's come in two different forms. The old form was these traffic cones, but the, and now it's like a climber or something. But basically... You're rolling dice. It's a dice chucking game. It's wildly chaotic, wildly luck driven, but it's so short and it's so much fun. It has made it to my fifth game. And for people that know me, having a dice chucking game on any positive list is an unusual thing. So take it for what it is. And, and essentially you roll dice and you get you roll four dice um, and then you, you match them up in pairs and then you move up on these different paths. However, if you ever and, and you and you can only have move up three paths at a time and if you roll two dice where the none of the combinations equal to a number that are on one of the three paths that you were on guess what you go back to where you started at the beginning of the the round and the next player goes so it has quite a bit of push or luck to it but it's a race game the first person to get three columns completed wins the game and uh it's a game that i've been playing a lot online um in board game arena with my friend uh kelly and I enjoy the heck out of it, even though, you know, it's it's not the heavy 
soul-crushing euros that I typically like. So that is my number five. Vic, what is your number five? My number five is that game Turtles, of which I spoke. Ah. Uh, very simple, as I said, kids game. However, there's a, a lovely little mechanic where you have five turtles. They're all racing across uh, a grass patch or a pond to get to lettuce at the end it all sounds mm. very nice and sweet and so on but Aww. in the kids game it's you're adorable. drawing cards. You're, you're drawing no it's sadder than that the um you're drawing <laughs> cards to move them and whoever gets to the end super duper the 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 adult version is the exact same game but you secretly pick who, which color turtle you're playing so you it's mm. very very um, slick for such a simple mm. game and the idea is you're looking at a guy pushing forward red and you're like is he red or is he just like messing with my head and so on neat little game little party game nice. you've done and dusted nice. in 20 minutes well we're playing nice nice and what's your number four Vic my number four is Robo Rally oh yeah very nice didn't expect that did you the um yeah actually i did yeah actually i thought it would be higher personally but yeah i like roborelli roborelli is a programmable game where you are picking the directions it's there was a i don't know if you remember way back in the day there was a kid's toy called um big track where you it was an american toy in fact but um yeah i i had it i believe yeah i had it as well he was less fun than i realized it but what you did is you programmed it you kind of went okay move forward two steps turn right 90 degrees go forward two steps turn left and you would pre-program it and off it would go after playing a little tune and you were trying to get it through the legs of the table or something like that till you got bored Mm -hmm. and realized maybe it wasn't that great um and it's like that um, each person is moving forward, left, right, reversing based on the cards they've drawn. And the where it gets interesting is the environment they're moving around, which is a factory, has got things that push you to one side or rotate you or, you know, speed you up. And also you may bump into other players. And I kind of like it. Um, I've played it on and off every so often and it's fun to bring out and it's also eight player and it can become a little bit um crazy with that many players but it's always fun and you 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 people always get to the end um and i like it it's 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 simple it's it's not one of those games you get real serious about or salty the the um Mm. you'll have it played in an hour um but yeah no i like that game yeah my number four thank you for asking yeah number is yeah, it's Flamme Rouge, which is a betting game. One of the, it's a great game. It is a true racing game. It 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 takes you onto the Alps or or, uh, you know the the Tour de France, mm-hmm. and you're playing uh, a team of racers. You each person has two racers, uh, one that's good for going up hills and one that's good at straightaways, and it's all done through this hand management. And there's uh some really cool drafting so for instance if you end up your uh your bicycle ends up directly behind somebody else uh you don't take a tired card uh you know which only allows you to go two spaces and it's just really interesting and they have different types of scenarios like going uphill you can only go so fast going downhill you can only go so slow uh, they have weather conditions and some of the um, expansions they have a season called Brodon. It's just a lot of fun, um, and I 
I love that game. It was one of my sleeper hits back in, I guess the year it came out uh, at BGGCon. I really, really like it. And it's a game that I highly recommend. Uh, the only thing that I wish they had done is a better job of differentiating the two bicyclists. You can tell by the form, but I've had to paint them, you know, with the R and the S uh, uh, to, to differentiate the two the two bicyclists easier. And they're, and they're cute little figurines. My number three. That your number three, what it says. My, is a space game Ooh. with dice called Quantum. Oh, yes. I really like it. It's a race game. It's a race game. It's a great game. Basically, you you don't, you roll the dice, but when you roll the dice, they become ships. And you can do different things with these ships. And the idea here is, is you're trying to put these quantum cubes on the planets. The first person to put down five quantum cubes wins the game. But there's all these really interesting things that you can do and you get upgrade cards and they're which are either for you know just permanent upgrades or one-time effects it's a brilliant game it is sadly out of print it is one of those games that you take a look at the art and you're like eh, man this isn't a great game but once you play it and once you get your mind around that each number of pips represents a different ship it just becomes incredible and what's really cool is the lower the number the pip the stronger militarily the the uh, the ship is, but the slower it is. So unlike most games where you know when you roll dice, the higher number wins. In this game, for conflict, the lower combined die total wins. So a one is a very powerful but slow moving ship. Six, which is the scout, moves very very quickly all over the place, but you know couldn't find its way out of a paper box. <laughs> I, I'll give you one. Um, I've played that a few times, and it's a little bit like um, Picard with his four lights. After a while, I was looking at one one dices and seeing them as big warships, going, "Oh yes. no!" And all it is is it's a <laughs> dice with one on it, and you're like, "Oh goddamn, here it comes!" I gotta be, oh. And look at those sixes <laughs> flitting about there like fish. Yeah, it's a great game, yeah. really good game. I'd never actually thought of it as a race game, but I do now. What is your number three? My number three, um, a little bit like Flam Rouge. Actually, I'm, while I'm on Flam or you're on Flam Rouge, I haven't played it. I played a similarish game. I'm trying to think of the name of it, Giro or Hell the North or something, but kind of similar, it's similar theme. The thing I, I, I got about Flam Rouge is it's only four players, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. I know there's an expansion for it. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't increase the number of teams. Yeah. Yeah. Four players, you see, yeah. I, I, I like my numbers in race games. Anyway. My number three, three. is yep. Downforce, which is a, a Formula One racing game. It, it is a betting game and so on, so you won't like it. Um, it's very straightforward. The uh, The rules for it are, again, card management. It's a little bit like another game called Ave Caesar, where you have mm-hmm. cards from, I think they're two to six, and then there's an eight boost card. Mm-hmm. And what you're trying to do is get, not so much get your card to the end, but it's good if you do. You do get points for getting to the end, but you can bet on other cards or on other cars, uh, depending on how they're doing. But what, what's kind of cool about the game is 
as you you can you can kind of burn through your cards and then have nothing left in the tank when you get towards the finish line and there's a few expansions for it some of which are good mm. and some of which are good enough um, mm-hmm. there's one i particularly like which is a long track where you can just about squeak over the finish line but it's quite possible that you won't actually make it at all depending on the the hardships you come up along the way but yeah nice mm-hmm. little game you could teach it to anyone nice. in fact i was going to pull it out today but i didn't have any um i didn't have any scoring cards for it with the the dinner group but yeah mm. it's it's for such a simple game it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of replayability in it nice what's your number two my number two is charioteer from gmt games because oh. it's a gmt game and, right. and that should be enough really but it's a charioteer game where you are to a certain extent acting out ben-hur it's mm-hmm. not a complicated game which for gmt is almost a sin it's i i played it last thursday it it's now talk about you know it didn't even get time to sit in my shelf of opportunity and and you know it was it was looking at it, it, the other kind of prisoners on the uh shelf of opportunity going i'm gonna get sprung from this in no time at all and they're like yeah yeah i've been here for two years but and it was i mean the game arrived on i think it was like a, a friday or a monday or something like that and i was i had it um sleeved and ready to go and we played it on thursday and played it right through to the end nice. so that was nice. a real quick. It's a racing game in the spirit of Ben Hur. You have a three lap race. You each control a chariot and mm-hmm. you're drafting cards to get around as quickly as you can. But also, you get to damage other players. And there's a few little extras in it, like shields to stop damage. And once you learn, it's almost like an XL formula. It's the amount of pieces or the amount of of matching symbols plus the number on them minus the amount of damage plus any whipping that you're doing and and so on. You you can zip around. It's simple insofar as you don't have to kind of worry about going around the corner too quickly. But Mm -hmm. there's a couple of little clever mechanics in it and it is tense and it's anybody's game, as they say. Um. What about yourself? What is your number two? Uh, my number two, interestingly enough, is Anno eighteen hundred. Oh wow! It's the only. It's the newest game on this on my list mm-hmm. of race games, and I just think it's it's a very clever mechanism. You know, it's basically whoever runs out of cards first wins. Okay. You know, and I I really like this game. Um, I'm not very good at it. I've won it maybe once or twice. My wife crushes me all the time on it. Uh, but it's a, it's just a very clever game. It's based off the uh, computer game, evidently. It's a Martin Wallace game, and atypical to Martin Wallace games, there's no loans or you know black cubes destroying you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so I I happen to to really like Anno, and it's a very different game, and it, it's one of the newer games. And I was debating whether it's a race game or not, but I but BGG claimed it was a race game, so I just added it to the list. Um, for the uh, honorable mentions, before we go to number one, my honorable mentions are AEG's Automobiles, which is a race is a racing game as well as a race game. It's a bag builder. It is probably my second favorite bag builder behind Orleans. And 
it's a it's very very clever because you're pulling out uh, cubes which represent either engine movement or just regular movement or gears which get you to you know certain number of movements and then you're trying to go around on this track and hopefully you're not getting blocked off and if you're in someone's uh, uh, if you're right behind somebody uh, when you end your movement you don't take any wear cubes which is not too dissimilar mm-hmm. from the uh, the wear cards that you get in Flamme Rouge. Really, really good game. Um, I think it's out of print, but it's re- it's not that expensive. There's there are games available in the secondary market. Number two on my three lists of honorable mention, um, and this is kind of interesting, is Climbers. Okay. So if you think about it, it is a race game. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and it's just a very clever physical space game where you're trying to get your workers to the top. And it, you know the the colored sides make it interesting, and you have ladders and stuff to help you out, but they're one time use. So I just I really like the game. Um, I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy the heck out of it. And lastly, uh, in the honorable mentions is a game that I mentioned before in our earlier discussion, Splendor Duel. Hmm. Um, in fact, I'm enjoying Splendor Duel with my wife quite a bit. It's a simple game, a small box, plays 15 to 20 minutes. But it has enough meaty decisions that really make it very interesting. And I really enjoy the, uh, you know, kind of the three win conditions because it, it it mixes it up and it, it you can really, you know, change paths, you know, if things aren't going your way pretty well. So I happen to enjoy the heck out of the game. What are your honorable mentions before we go to the number one? My honorable mention would be Formula D. Doesn't get a whole lot of love these days, but I've played mm-hmm. it over the years, and it's fine. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a decent enough racing game. Uh, it's of its time. It's now an old racing game, uh, but it's okay. Um, right. There's, and we'll get to these once we've talked about our first game. We'll we'll talk about kind of the future and games we want to play after this. But Rally Man, Rally Rally Man, and Rally Man GT mm-hmm. are interesting games. Uh, They've some interesting mechanics and I've played the original Rallyman, which was kind of a, like a, a tough enough game to get because I understood it was put together by one guy in, I think it was France, could be wrong. And it was sold purely, you, you couldn't get it in shops. You had to buy it directly off the, the guy who was publishing it. And I got Rallyman mm. GT. It's okay. It's not bad. It needs more play. So those are my... Those are my honorable mentions. So listen, roll the drums. We can put that in later. That's fantastic. Or I'll just, I'll try to find actual drum sounds. Yeah, I, I, I liked what you did there. What is your number one race game, Philip? This is a game I've actually talked before in previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. This should be a surprise to no one who knows me. Is it diplomacy? Well, if that were a race game. Well, you get to 18, you win. But anyway. <laughs> I guess. Lewis and Clark, oh, The Expedition. Okay. Which is a phenomenal game. Uh, you're taking on, uh, you know, the explorers of Lewis and Clark and some of their competitors. You're starting out in St. Louis and you're trying to make it to the state of Washington, Fort Catslop. And all, along the way, uh, you have Indians that will help you, or I guess Native Americans that will help you. And... Uh, you know, for a price. <laughs> and, you know, you're trying to manage your resources. You're trying to use uh, the team that you're with to help get you there. And you're trying to go over water and you're trying to go over mountains. And those require a certain type of resources. And so it's a, it, it's, it's a great combination of resource management, 
deck building, deck management, hand management. Uh, and it's really whoever is the first person to make it to the to Fort Catslop in the state of Washington wins the game. It's just a brilliant game. There's a there's it's not super heavy. Every decision is interesting. You go, all right, do I do this? Do I do that? You know, if I do that, it'll slow me up a little bit. So maybe I want to do something else. I cannot speak more highly of this game. It's uh, ranked 250th of the, you know, it's the top 250th game on BGG. But I think it's a better game than that. I think it's, you know, it's probably a top 100, but it, it is a top 20 game for me. Uh, it's a game that I keep playing. In fact, I, I played it not too long ago. I played it in December. I, I just can't say enough wonderful things about it. I even have the upgraded bits for it. So uh, Lewis and Clark is my number one race game. And now, sir, what is your number one race game? And it can't better not be diplomacy. Uh, yeah, it's diplomacy. <laughs> no, actually, funny enough, Lewis and Clark, I have it. I got it. It was recommended to me. Didn't really work for the group. It, I, I know it's it, it, like it reminds me a little bit of Stone Age, the race game, and I think it's fine and so on. We've played it a couple of times, and it never really materialized for us. And I don't know why. Like mm. I, I've, maybe it's the fact that we weren't brought up on this, or it's it, mm. it doesn't have a certain resonance with us. But maybe I I don't know why. Um, I like it. I I. I yeah, no, we did actually, in case you're wondering, play the rules correctly. It's, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't really. Anyway, look, that's enough. I've, I've put down your number one. It's, that's all I really needed to do. Um, so without further ado, it's, and this is a game I've only played recently, but I played a couple of times and I'm like, oh boy, this could be, um, yeah, I fall in love too quick with games, is Heat Pedal to the Metal. Mm. And I got to play that at a board gaming weekend. And I really, now it was recommended by the guy who ha owned the copy of it. He was an Essen. He'd walked right up Boulder's Brass and, and bought it off the um, the guys that were there and had it kind of before anybody else and played it mm. and sleeved it very nice. It is a very clever game. The setting mm. is perfect. It's like, you know, uh, 1900s early kind of cars if you can imagine old style Le Mans cars with that are probably green and it's a hand management game where I mean it comes with an awful lot you get a lot of bang for your book you you start with four tracks out of the box mm. you start with mm. a basic game and the basic game is what we played it was superb and mm. it, but there's a pile of um yeah, there's almost an expansion to there's advanced rules in there so you can do quite a bit but the idea with it in essence is you're playing what's that game that we mentioned there recently i have it in my my head it was one of the original card building ones where you were buying gold Lam rouge no it, it, it's um it's like a fantasy dominion dominion yeah dominion mm. it's a little bit like that in hand management where you start with a number of movement cards and then some heat. And what heat does is it dilutes your deck. Um, mm -hmm. But it also, it, like in theme, it's it's where your engine starts to overheat. And mm. what you can do with the game is push your car. Um, but if you do that, you're going to start overheating the engine. And mm. we were like, we were flat out 
you know, racing and kind of going, okay, like Formula D, we've got to get to a corner, we've got to slow down a bit, but mm-hmm. we're, we're building our decks in such a way, we're putting cards in that once I get into this corner, I'm just going to floor it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to, you know, burn the arse out of the engine, but all I need to do is get over the end line, and it's a really, really slick game. Nice. There's a couple of mechanics in there that are clever, there's a couple of, you know, kind of push-your-look things in there, but it's compared to any other and for some reason we seem to be or i seem to be on a sort of racing game in the classic sense racing game with Mm -hmm. vehicles kind of quest to find the best racing game and and kind of just get better at that and and i think he Mm -hmm. could well be it it's a lovely game nice very very nice all right i'll have to i'll have to give that give that a look Sounds good. So that sort of leads us to what we'd like to play that we've heard, you know, race games that we'd want to play. And some of these will be kind of surprising that I've never played them to people who know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I want to add Heat, Pedal to the Metal to that list because that sounds very interesting, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, but the three games that I want to play that I have not played yet are Root. Ooh, okay. Twilight Imperium. Okay. Tulvia. I, I always mispronounce it. Tulvia? Tulvia? Not sure. By Eagle Griffin Games. All are race games. They all seem like they would be things that I would enjoy playing. I have yet to play them. So those are the, the three that I'd like to play. Um, and I'd be interested in what you would like to play that are race games. I would really like to play Thunder Alley. And I probably oh. will sooner rather than later because I have it, mm. have it all ready to go and charioteer kind of overtook that game so i didn't get to play thunder rally but as you know mm-hmm. it's nascar nascar is totally alien to europeans mm-hmm. um but the concept of it is pretty slick the other one i don't know why i want to play it but it's snow trails if you've ever played that it's the mm-hmm. what's the right term mushing it's where you you have your your sled racing um, and one i haven't played in years but you know the way you can't go back to things maybe you can with circus maximus was a, a game I played at a Gamescon many, many years back mm-hmm. where you're playing chariots, but it's very kind of offensive and it kind of captured the whole Ben Hur thing. It's more complex than mm-hmm. chariot here, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. But maybe it was what it was at the time. But it's interesting you should mention Root. I'm a big fan of Root, like a big, mm-hmm. big fan. And yeah, it's totally a, a race game insofar as first person to 20 points, 30 points, but I mm-hmm. highly recommend Root. I have yep. all of Root. I have all of the expansions, most of which have mm-hmm. been played, it has to be said. But the game itself is magnificent, absolutely magnificent. Uh, Ditto with Twilight Imperium. That's a great game. We've, I've played Third Ed. I've played Fourth Ed. And I think it was it last year I played three or four games, which is an achievement mm. because it's a five-hour game. Yeah. Um, it, the only thing is with 4X space games, what I found with Eclipse and so on, and this is a little bit kind of people will be shocked. It, it can often become a game where people race to knock the <laughs> knock the daylights out of each other. And Fort Ed and, and Third Ed and so on seem to be a little bit like that. But there are other ways to win. But it's a great game and it's well worth your time. There's a lot of decisions to be made. There's a lot of um, rules seem at first complex. They're not that mm. complex, but what got me the first time playing it was we were maybe three or four hours into the game and we were kind of at the two-thirds point and a whole extra set of rules popped into existence for the intergalactic senate. 
Like, oh, wow. I didn't see this coming because I, I, I had in my head, okay, this is what I got to do to kind of get to the end. And then you're like voting in the Senate and you're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Now this changes the perspective. Great game. It's well worth playing. It's one of those you have to play it at some stage in your life games. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that at a at a, at a convention at some point mm. in the future, uh, maybe next year. Yep. Well, with that, I hope our listeners got a good sense of what race games are and are not. Please let us know if you agree, disagree, so forth. And, you know, if you disagree, that's fine. Uh, we disagree with each other all the time. If people disagree with us, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're taking this a little bit serious. The, um, yeah. the yeah, I can't have people disagreeing with us, Philip. Like, what's what's what happens yeah. next? You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll we'll lose control of them. Yeah. Well, as always, Vic, it's always an absolute pleasure to talk with you, and uh, I appreciate uh, the games that you brought up, even if I disagree with Downforce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, and and I appreciate you there. Yeah, look, you know what, Philip, I always love chatting to you. It's a it's a good way to spend uh, an evening. So, let's do more of these again, uh, as we promised we would. And I hope to talk to you very soon. And enjoy your week, uh, my friend. You too. And as we like to say, play more games. Play more games now if you can. <laughs>